We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, thank you to Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma and Wonderful Stuff last segment, talking about Nebraska, Oklahoma. His thoughts on Scott Frost getting fired, who Jeez, they should replace good. him with. Uh, wonderful Stuff. If you missed that, it's on the podcast page at theticketfm.com. So his idea, Barry Trammell, so he's worked at the Daily Oklahoma, and he said, for 31 years. Dang. And he's at the Norman Transcript in Norman, Oklahoma, for 13 years before that. His idea for Nebraska is Matt Rule. Um, also liked liked Matt Campbell and Brett Bielema and, and Brett Bielema at Illinois. Yeah. Bielema seems like a wild card to me. Yeah, I agree. But I I think well, Nebraska is a better job than Illinois, as Barry said. He, if they were interested, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it's obvious. Should be obvious. We are joined now by Lee Sterling at Paramount Sports. Went to the games in a second, Lee, but you're obviously follow this situation. Scott Frost is out at Nebraska. Mickey Joseph, the interim head coach. Are there a couple names you like for this job, Lee? Well, if you want to run the ball, um, start with the, the, the greatest of all time, Vince Lombardi. You know, let's get the uh, let's get the Green Bay power sweep going. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds beautiful to me. By the way. I just yeah, got. The I, I think they need someone. You know, programs are all about identity, and if you want to recruit kids, I just think that they pick coaches. I mean, you would think that Scott Frost, you know, would have been the perfect fit. He had success against uh, teams when he was uh, coaching at Central Florida, uh, but some coaches just can't make that switch from a you know mid-level, you know, Division One team to the you know a Power Five conference. Uh, school and he was not able to do it so uh, uh, a wild card might be uh, Leopold the coach for Kansas so whoa hello Lance Leipold, yeah. Lance Leipold. yes yeah, interesting. he's doing a great job right now so um, you know you, you want a, a guy that can recruit and maybe change the culture he's a guy I don't think he's a favorite but he might be you know guy you might want to throw into the mix but uh, I think they need to get back to the culture of, you know, we're going to dominate you um, on the offensive line and run the football and and then have, you know, obviously you, you want to have some balance. You can't just run the football, but you have to do at least one thing really well. And what's crazy is, is I thought the defense was still not going to be real good, but not this bad. I mean, uh, they just didn't even show up last week. Lee Sterling joins us from Paramount Sports. Now, we're going to pick some games here. It yep. looks like Texas A&M is a five-point favorite against Miami. Kyle Field, Lee, is sold out. That's yep. 110,000 people that will be on hand for that game. Texas A&M, Miami at 8 o'clock tomorrow. A lot of the world will be watching. What do you think? I will be one of those 110,000 people. I'm going. Leave Whoa. it tonight. So. Whoa, man. Awesome. <laughs> really? Are you really? One of the few you know, you know, schools and, and stadiums I've not been to. So when a good friend of mine invited me and told me he had really good seats between the 40 and the 50, um, awesome. I'm like, I'm in. So uh, taking a flight tonight and excited to back my canes. The line is now up to six, six and a half. Oh, okay. A couple changes. Uh, Miami lost Xavier Restrepo, their top receiver, with a foot injury. He's out for the game. And I'm hearing that Max Johnson's going to start the game. And 
think that could be a big plus for them. I always thought he should be the starter from the word go. I think they. I just thought they needed a veteran quarterback with his leadership. Um, I think both of these two teams are going to be really good down the road, maybe three or four games from now. Um, you know, I thought Texas A&M and obviously Notre Dame were overseeded uh, coming into the season, uh, but uh, it's a work in progress as is A&M. If Haynes King starts, he's going to have to run some motion so he can identify coverages more. He is not a drop-back passer. Needs to get him on rollouts, bootlegs more, um, and even change the pace, maybe some hurry-up. But if Max Johnson plays, uh, I think they're in a better spot. He is an underrated uh, runner. I think he's a capable passer, uh, and his experience will probably be the difference here. But um, just think that Miami, for them to win this game, they're going to have to start fast. I mean, they've started slow the first two games. But Mario Cristobal has done some really good work on the road. I mean, he, he did beat Ohio State last year, and they were the dominant team in that game. So uh, I just think Miami has some weaknesses at linebacker. Both their linebackers, uh, Corey Flagg and Wayman Steed, are nothing special, and two of their three cornerbacks are not at championship level, mainly D.J. Ivey. So, uh, unfortunately, I think A&M wins and covers 27-20. You're going to be there. That's awesome. You're going to be at Kyle Field, 110,000 strong, night game. Yep. Have fun. All right, up next, Penn State, three-point favorites. Is a 2-0 and start against Auburn on the road. Do they get to 3-0, and Lee? So Auburn's stepping way up in class here after two pillow fights versus Mercer, who I seem to forget from time to time even has a football team in San Jose State. I think I figured out this Penn State defense. So to, to be able to put up 27 or 30-plus points on them, you have to either run the ball extremely well, like Michigan State did last year with Kenneth Walker, or you got to be able to pass the ball, like Purdue uh, did week one this year or Ohio State last year. I don't think Auburn can do either. I mean, when you pop in the tape and watch them, their running game, nothing special. In fact, they rank 57th playing those two teams this year. And then T.J. Finley, he looks pedestrian. I think they're going to replace him after a couple of weeks. He might even get replaced mid-game here if things don't go well. I like Penn State also. They're a strong road favorite. 13-7 and seven, the last 20 on the road. I like Penn State, 30-20. to 20. Lee Sterling joins us from Paramount Sports. Okay, Lee, we're ripping through these now. Um, Washington versus Michigan State is next up. Now, you got to make sense of something for me. Washington is a three-point favorite. Washington is not ranked. They're not even getting votes. Yep. Michigan State is ranked 11th at 2-0. and why is Washington favored? Lines makers are pretty smart. And when you see this, a team that's not in the top 25, glad you brought this up, versus a ranked opponent when they are favorite, just don't even try to – don't if, you're, if you don't have a whole lot of experience betting, just wager on the favorite in this game. It will cover over 60% of the time over the last decade. Hmm. And if you haven't seen Washington, much improved – they are not the same team when Jimmy Lake was there. Kellen DeBear uh, has rejuvenated this team. They couldn't throw the football last year. Their quarterbacks were awful. Uh, the patterns the receivers ran, they got no separation. All of a sudden, they're running crisp patterns. Receivers are catching the ball. Michael Penix, their quarterback, was with DeBear when they, he was the offensive coordinator at Indiana in 2020 when they faced Mel Tucker's cover two schemes, and they won 24 nothing. Hmm. Michigan State also has a cluster of injuries at cornerback and wide receiver. 
Uh, last two games on the road, Mel Tucker's bunch got smashed by Purdue and Ohio State. I like Washington, 28-20. To cover, as yeah, yep. unranked and Winning to cover. Win. All right, 20 Hello. Hello. All right, Lee, our game here in Lincoln, Nebraska, coming off a of firing of Scott Frost, uh, maybe rejuvenated by a new head coach and, and Mickey Joseph as the interim. Uh, they are 11-point dogs to the sixth-ranked Sooners. Do you smell an upset, or how do you see this game going down? Tomorrow, Lee. Well, they had to make the change, in my opinion. You know, when you're five and twenty-two and games decided by one score, it's time to move on. Um, I think the crowd's going to be pumped. Uh, the defense has been awful, yes. but uh, part of defense, and sometimes a big part, is playing with emotion. I think uh, the crowd's going to be able to pump them up, and they uh, these kids are playing for jobs. They don't produce; they're going to be sitting on the bench. And they almost beat Oklahoma last year, twenty-three sixteen. So. Uh, they can play against this level of talent and, and hold their own here, in my opinion. Uh, the Oklahoma offense hasn't been tested yet. They played UTEP and Kent. Uh, offense, I think, is, is can do the job here and score some points with Casey Thompson and Anthony Grant, who I liked from the first time I saw him in the spring game here. Uh, I think the, you take the points here. I think Oklahoma will win 35-31, but... I'm taking the 11.5 points. It wouldn't shock me if this game goes down to the wire or Penn State pulls off the big upset. How about that? Nebraska could pull off a big upset. Nobody, nobody, nobody is picking a blowout. It's amazing. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, next up, Lee, the NFL. Uh, our Dolphins 1-0. Good start against the yep. Patriots. 20-7 to victory in Mike McDaniel's first uh, coach, first game as mm-hmm. a coach. They had to Baltimore, who wants redemption on last year's loss in Miami. I was at that game. Great game. Ravens. <laughs> Both teams could be without starting tackles. Yes. Uh, looks like uh, uh, the Dolphins could be without Austin Jackson. They played five different guys at right tackle. That could be a problem. And then uh, um, Stanley uh, could be out for this game. And if he's out for this game, that's a big problem, uh, Ronnie Stanley. But, you know, uh, Patrick McCarry is is their backup. He's like their swing guy. This guy can play all five positions. I heard a couple people on national shows saying they're in big trouble. I think he's one of the best backups. This guy can play center. He can play both guards and even left tackle. So if he's out there, I think they'll be fine here. Uh, Lamar Jackson usually has big games against uh, the Dolphins. Didn't last year. You know they. The Dolphins pulled the upset. You were at that game, weren't you? Yeah, it was an awesome game to be at. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cra- crazy game, but uh turned out well for the Dolphins. But uh, tough spot here for Miami. I think two is going to need a clean pop pocket here uh, to be successful. And I think Baltimore is going to be able to run the ball uh, on Miami, especially with Lamar Jackson and his scrambles. I think this might be the game where he cuts it loose here. Um, I-, I like Baltimore here. I think they win and cover 27-17. And last one, Lee, before I let you go, for college football game, yep. K-State, 15-point favorites, 2-0 and against Tulane. Yeah, they want to get this game. Uh, Kansas State's rolling. 3-800-400-9741. Uh, we'll hand them this game for free. 800-400-9741. Last week we had nine games over Saturday and Sunday, but I found a bunch of games. So I'm going to put it out there. People love this promotion. It's the most talked-about promotion. I get more emails and Texts and calls from clients. They love it. The Baker's Dozen, 13 games from tomorrow morning all the way through Sunday night, just $97. This is the way you can build the bankroll. You don't have to be with me for a month or a season. Love to have you. Give me a shot. 13 games, Baker's Dozen. And the best part about it, as soon as you purchase it, a window pops open with all 13 games. So you don't have to call back Saturday or Sunday morning. Baker's Dozen, 13 games. It's up and available right now.
ParamountSports.com. Lee, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next Friday. Okay. Thanks, guys. Great stuff. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Wow. You know, you know what I'm hearing? What's that? You know what I'm hearing? This is this is going to be Eric Chenander Redemption Day. Saturday. We'll see. Saturday. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, wouldn't that be great for Nebraska fans? Every, the whole team? I mean, we want redemption. He did. He has been good enough in his tenure here that he deserves a chance at redemption, right? You are showing amazing grace. You have turned this. You've turned over a new leaf, which is very interesting. I don't know what. I don't even know what to say about it. Pessimism. It can't last forever. You're usually the. You got a quick trigger on everybody. Fire, fire, fire. Well, I I still think he won't be here next year. (laughs) Well, he's got to be another redemption though. Yeah. Chenander, it's not like Nebraska going to shut down Oklahoma, right? No, we don't think no, that. No. But what will they have to hold them to to win, Nebraska? Come on, give me a number. Well, I mean, Lee picked Nebraska, Oklahoma to win 35-31. I think if you win the game, you hold them in the mid to upper 20s. Okay. I mean, you can, you can win this game 31-28. I think so, too. If they're if they're in the thirties, I don't think you win. Though. I'm so right? we're exactly aligned. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Under yep. Under Gus 30. Says under thirty. Gus okay. says under thirty. Just before the games, to recap Lee's picks, I'll I'll go through these again. A uh, and M is a five point favorite. He says actually up to six six and a half. He has A and M covering against Miami twenty seven twenty following the bad loss to Appalachian State. And last he week. he kept talking about Max Johnson. Do you know who Max Johnson is? Quarterback. For Texas A and M, yes, he transferred from LSU, yes. and he was pretty good at LSU. Twenty-seven. I, I was looking at this yesterday for some reason. Twenty-seven touchdown passes, six picks last year at LSU. He was efficient at LSU. Um, now he's at Texas A and M, and that is a he's a good one. He's a tough kid. So at least says take A and M with the points to win outright. Twenty-seven twenty. Uh, Penn State on the road at Auburn. He says Auburn has played what Mercer and San Jose State so far pillow fights for them. They're two and zero. It's a fake two and zero. He says take Penn State thirty to twenty as a three point favorite on the road at Auburn. That'd be three and zero for Franklin. Yeah, be a good start. Uh, Washington, as you mentioned, sip not ranked, not even receiving votes at two and zero, hosting eleventh ranked Michigan State, and the Washington's a three point favorite. Lee says it's right. Take Washington and the points twenty eight. 20 to beat Michigan State. Michigan State banged up at corner and receiver. That's right. He did say that, yep. Uh, Nebraska, again, he says, Oklahoma, 11-point favorite. Nebraska will cover that. They will lose, in his opinion, 35-31, but a tight ball game against Oklahoma. A tight ball game. What does that do for this fan base and this program if they lose a tight one? Well, they've they've they, all been tight. Right? Well, and they lose tight ones all the time. Yep. I, what's it do, Jake? If you lose to the sixth-ranked team in the country I, tight. I, this one... I know I always say a loss is a loss because it is. It is. Um, but there's 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 different types of losses though mm-hmm. in there. But it is a loss. But it depends how it looks. Like is it a good competitive football game? Did Nebraska shoot themselves in the foot again? Yeah, yeah you're right. You can't. It's hard to. Yeah, it's, it's a nuanced discussion, and and too often in a question yeah. like I asked you, I leave out the. The nuance part, yeah, I just don't know like, what it looks does, like. Does Nebraska go minus three in turnovers again? You know, right. is it something where they just they keep making mistakes. Right, you're right. If depend if it's a good football game where it's clicking, they're just the better team. Yeah, then you feel good. But if Nebraska is blowing chances or just doing stupid stuff, then it's going to feel different going into the bye week. Mm-hmm. So it, it really does depend on what it looks like, how it looks. Uh, Baltimore he has covering three points against the Dolphins, twenty-seven seventeen, hosting the Finns. 
on Sunday. And if you want the K-State-Tulane game and other ones, call 800-400-9741 is Baker's Dozen, uh, 97 bucks. You can also, also go to ParamountSports.com for that. It is time to play the game show where you have been simply unstoppable. Unstoppable. 12-1 and since the reset, 4-0 and on the week. You were 4-0 last week with no show on Labor Day. You're on a heater. You've won eight straight games, at least. Maybe more than that. At least eight straight yeah, games. Yeah, quit it. I'm starting to feel pressure as you... The lines are already jacked. Today is, of course, a film Friday. Today, the topic is Steve Martin. <laughs> Do you know your Steve Martin movies? Mm. Mm. Do you? I know Don't a couple. Don't say any of them. I know a couple. Think you know Steve Martin, 464-5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Could we see a 5-0 and o week in Shut Up Sipple? He's <laughs> 4 0. It's all gravy right now. But could he finish off the clean sweep of a week? 464 5685. Call the dick down. Sip. We have Zach. Zach, how do you feel about Steve Martin movies today? Oh, um, not great, but we're going to try to end the streak anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah, boy. Zach, That's attack. All you can do. Zach, attack is on the phone. Here we go. All right, Zach. First question goes to you. Here we go. Steve Martin was one of three stars in the 1986 comedy Three Amigos with Chevy Chase and what third actor? Dan Aykroyd? No. Sip, do you want that one? Say it again. Steve Martin was one of three stars in the 1986 comedy Three Amigos with Chevy Chase and what third actor? Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, Martin Short. Hello. Hello. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's not that hard. Hello. Yeah. 1-0 lead on the I just Steve. didn't think I could see him. I didn't know if I'd get his name, but go ahead. All right, Sip, for the 2-0 lead, your first actual question. Mm. Who was oh, Steve God. Martin's co-star in the 1987 comedy Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Oh, the big dude. Um, <laughs> come on. Big guy, overweight. That's not a name. Uh, John Candy. Wow, look at, look at him go. Locked in. Locked yeah. in That's all not a the hard way. one. That's an easy one. Martin Short was a good That was kid. impressive. Yeah. All right, Zach, to stay alive, your last question down to zero. What 2003 movie features Steve Martin as a father of 12 who must handle a new job oh, and his unstable brood wife, or unstable brood while his wife is away on a book tour? Come on. Oh, it's something dozen. Ooh. Um, can you say the yeah. description real quick again? What 2003 movie features Steve Martin as a father of 12 who must handle a new job and his unstable brood while his wife is away on a book tour? Oh, no, that's not the right one. Five seconds, Zach. To stay I'm going to throw out a good old simple guess, which is never a good thing. Uh, lost in books. 
good guess. I like it. Look at this. <laughs> Can you believe? Can you believe it? It is a five and oh. We can know what that one is. Is that Father of the Bride? No, but you don't have to guess that one. Okay. It was cheaper by the dozen. Ooh, Ooh, my know. wife's gonna hate me for that. That's cheaper okay, by the dozen. Zach, thanks for calling. We'll get your bagel and a coffee, but call in down the road. I think five yes, and oh, the yes, man sir. is thirteen and one. <laughs> He's getting, won nine straight this games. This is getting ridiculous. What's going on? I don't know. I'm scared. I told I'm you. I'm scared over here. I told you that for for too for too long. I checked out. You know, I just I I looked at this as a break. You know, the show was taxing a lot of the time, right? And my brain, and, and I always looked at this as kind of a just a okay. This is break time. Now I'm not looking at it as break time. It's not break time. Kelly says I have to wear the bagel shirt. What? What? Why? What? I have no. I have no stake no, in the you bagel pool. No, you, no, you're fine. You don't have to wear the bagel. No, you, you don't, don't have, have to wear to the, the bagel, bagel no. shirt. And you didn't. You never really were a strong proponent. Of I wasn't. That. that was that was not me. Yeah. Uh, Brad says Sip wants Bama. Bring Bam on. You want Bam on? I'll take Bam. Come on, Bam. I'm ready. I'll take Kirby. Bring Kirby. Yeah, that's right. That's the real number one. Way to go. (laughs) Proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. You were right about that too. Thank you. I've been right about a lot of things. Yeah, and I'm I'm optimistic. You were right about that. You called that before before the Alabama Texas game. You said Georgia, or did you? I think you did. What? Before Alabama looked bad against against uh, against Texas. I did say that. I, I said that. I'm getting a lot of texts about Urban Meyer. Um, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Are you the same person or several people? Huh. Uh, a couple. Um, anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, Urban Meyer's in town. I mean, I don't want to be cryptic here. Urban Meyer has hit say, town. You can say what you need to say. He's over Urban there Meyer. on camp. Urban Meyer's over there on campus talking to people. And he's uh, the best coach in the market available right now. The absolute <laughs> yes, he best. Is. He is, absolutely. Who should be the top candidate. I'll keep saying it. Not Matt Rule. Not Matt Rule. No. Barry Trammell. Urban, yeah, well, I don't think, does Barry think that Nebraska can get Urban Meyer or that he'd be interested? That's the question. That's the question. Yeah. Urban Meyer is the best coach on the market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Matt Rule's not in the market right now. He's got a job. He has a job right now. But still, Urban Meyer's better than him. Okay, some more texts of some congratulations to you. Oh, thank you. Because people Go ahead, read there. those. <laughs> <laughs> Read all uh, of them. Joe P. This is you met you met Joe at uh, at uh, Mary Ellen's. So. I absolutely did meet Joe and his wife. Or his yeah, yeah I his, wife. his yeah. wife. Yeah. He says ever since I met Sipple, he has been on this heater, and now a perfect week. Wow, Joe, I thank you. Oh, Oak Valley Husker says the crowd is chanting Sipple, Sipple, Sipple. I hear that in my head, actually. Uh, Andrew says Sip is college football playoff bound with that record yeah. win today. Yeah, I'm in the playoff. I'm talking to Herbie. Thomas says we need someone to knock Sip off his high horse. I'm not on a high horse. I'm He's ver- just on I'm, a heater. I'm a very humble champion. I'm a very humble champion. I can hear those voices, the Sipple, Sipple chants in my truck when I'm driving home, though. Is that all right? If I'm hearing those uh, voices. Le- yeah. The last one before we get to break. This is from... Matt on the text line. It has been long prophesied that Sip starting 15 and 1 in Shut Up Simple is the first sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. We got two more games for that to happen in the apocalypse. I yeah. like my chances Monday and Tuesday. Usually Monday and Tuesdays yeah. are good days for You're me. locked in typically there. Yeah. So congratulations. 5 and 0 week. Locked in. 
13 and 1. I'm just building a buffer. I'm just building a buffer. That's a heck of a buffer you have. Man. I know. It's you, you, just won, you just won Steve Martin tribute today. It's comforting. Of all things. I've been winning Film Fridays. You have, which is which is strange because yeah. that's it's been your nemesis for years on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Good at descriptions, bad right, at answers. Right. right. No longer the case. He's, he's, you've matured. Film <laughs> Film Fridays, you can't say anymore. Yeah, it's like it's an automatic it's L. It's not a gimme anymore. No, no uh-uh. It's fighting for it. Yeah. Uh, Spillover is next on an early break on the ticket.